Hey, it's Pastor Mike. A really small step that could be a really big blessing to our ministry and to the kingdom of God is you taking just a second to rate and review this podcast. You probably know how algorithms work. More people get to hear about this podcast and most importantly, hear about Jesus when you do. So thanks for helping us out and may God bless you today. When we stopped yesterday, we saw King Nebuchadnezzar from Babylon give a great statement of faith to Daniel after Daniel interpreted his dreams and, well, he let him know what the dream was, interpreted it, and gave him great, gave the king great clarity on what was coming. He said, he said to Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods, which is awesome. But as we get into the next chapter, we see that he didn't totally stay there. Uh, he, uh, he drifted back to some of his old ways pretty quickly. Um, and this is, this is significant. Before, even before we get into the details of what we're talking about today. Because there are people in our lives that we have great victories with and victories of faith. They get to a point where they're like, yes, God is good. Yes, I come to church. Yes, I'm reading the Bible. Yes, I confess my sins and find forgiveness in Jesus. But then they begin to drift a little bit. And today's, today's today, just don't be surprised by that. Um, and don't give up. Uh, Daniel's, Daniel's example is a great example of not giving up. And, and with King Nebuchadnezzar in particular, it's a reminder of the journey of faith. That sometimes we can have our highs and sometimes a person can have their lows, but for us to be consistent in reaching out to them and loving them. But as we get into the next chapter of Daniel, we actually get to talk about some of Daniel's friends who, uh, who already show up in the first chapter, uh, but who really show up in the, in the third chapter of the book of Daniel, and that's Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego. Those three guys had been close friends with Daniel from the very beginning, and they were journeying with Daniel on the ups and downs that everything Daniel had been through now. But, uh, but now they show up in a, very, in a very particular way. So King Nebuchadnezzar, he built a gold statue. And the command was for everybody in the kingdom, whenever you hear the music start, you're supposed to bow down to the statue and worship the king's statue. And so that was, the, and that was the declaration. So obviously his, hey, Daniel, surely your God is the God of gods. He was at least slipping away from that just a little bit. But, uh, but that was the command, is that whenever you hear the music, you bow down and, uh, and you worship and you worship the statue. So the music, uh, the, the statue was done and the music started and everybody in the kingdom, they're like, well, this is what the king told us to do. So we're going to do it. So they bowed down, except there were three guys, Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, who didn't bow down. And King Nebuchadnezzar really liked them. And so they were brought in and he said, he said, hey guys, maybe you didn't hear or I'm, you know, it's like, I don't want anything bad to happen to you. Just so you know, when the music starts, that's when you bow down and that's when you worship the statue. Okay, are we all clear? And, um, and they said, they said, no, we, uh, we're, just, we're just not going to do that. Now, another little interesting tidbit about all of this was the consequence for anybody who did not bow down to the statue. The consequence was that anybody who didn't bow down to the statue was going to be thrown into a blazing furnace. Like a, they were just going to be thrown into the furnace, into live, into live fire, and their body was going to be burned up. And Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, they knew that. And yet they stood up in front of the king and they said, we just, we just can't do that. But I want to read you how they said it. They said, uh, they said this. They said, King Nebuchadnezzar, we do not need to defend ourselves before you in this matter. If we are thrown into the blazing furnace... The God we serve is able to deliver us from it, and he will deliver us from your majesty's hand. But even if he does not, we want you to know, your majesty, that we will not serve your gods or worship the image of gold you have set up. And what they said there is just an incredible example of what faith really is. It's a reminder that God isn't like a vending machine, where if we, if we say the right prayer and we put in the right change and if we do the right thing, then God is going to give us everything that we're asking in the, immediately in, in the moment. 
it can be easy to walk through life through that way sometimes if we think, well, you know what? I tried praying. I tried going to church. I tried reading my Bible. I tried doing all those things and look at my life. It's just a big old mess and God obviously doesn't care about me. But no, listen to their words. He said, God is able to save us. But they didn't say, you know what? We are absolutely certain that God is going to pull us out of the fire. They just knew he could. They didn't know that he would. And then they even said, and even if he doesn't, even if this ends with our bodies being burned up into a whole bunch of ashes, we're still going to worship him as God. We're going to worship him as God, whether things look good or whether they don't. And what a great example of what faith is. You know, faith, if we, if we only worship God when life is easy, when life is comfortable, when things are going the way that I want, then we're not really worshiping him as God. We're worshiping our desires as God. As long as you give me what I want, God, then I will worship you. That's not faith. That's putting ourselves above God and saying, God, you better listen to me or else I'm going to walk away from you. But, uh, but they listen to God whether times were good or times, times were bad. I mean, the greatest example of that is looking at the cross of Jesus. Things look really, really bad on that day. And yet, based on the promises that God had given to love us forever, to forgive us, and to care for us, we had every reason, and they who saw that that day had every reason to believe that God was still good and that God was still loving them. But anyway, that's where Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego are, and they don't uh, bow down to him. And then the king's attitude towards them, it just flipped. While he wanted to save them initially, he became furious after they outright said, King, we are not going to do this. And so he ordered the furnace to, be, to, go to, um, uh, to become seven times hotter. And it was so hot that the guards that he ordered to throw the three guys into the furnace, that when they got so close to the, the, the furnace to throw them in, those guards died because it was so hot that they couldn't, they couldn't take the intensity, they couldn't take the intensity of the heat. And so the three guys, they're thrown into the blazing furnace. The guards who threw them in, they were dead. And so what do you think is going to happen to Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego? <laughs> what did happen was not what the king was expecting because he looked in the furnace and he not only saw them walking around, you know, as if they're just having a good time, just talking, whatever. There weren't three of them. There were four people in the furnace. And he himself said, he said, that fourth one, it looks like a son of the gods. And truly it was that God himself was with those guys in the furnace. God himself was with them, which is again a reminder of what our God does for us. He doesn't stay away from our trouble. He doesn't stay away from our world. He doesn't stay away from our brokenness. He comes and embraces us and he stands with us through all of it. And then the king was so shocked that he saw them still alive in the fourth one that he ordered them to come out and they came out and it was as if they had never stepped into the fire at all. Their clothes didn't even smell like smoke. And for anyone who's ever sat around a campfire, I mean, you know, <laughs> if you're around smoke at all, that your clothes are going to smell like smoke, but there didn't. It's as if it never touched them at all. And it's a great reminder of something that God has promised you in your future. A day when you will be standing and it will be as if, as if everything that gives us so much trouble and pain here on earth, as if it never touched you. The day we walk into heaven, and God sets us free from all pain, from all sadness, from all trouble, from all hurt. When God wipes all of our tears away, that day is coming for you too. The miracle that took place for Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego, it's a miracle that's also coming for you. <laughs>